Hello, and welcome to the Encounter Mercy podcast. I'm Vince Dragone, and I have with me a whole crew of whole crew of guests today to celebrate our one year anniversary. Uh, so I have uh, Father Andy as usual. That's how I always introduce him. I have uh, AJ Gedney and Brother Barnabas. How's it going, gentlemen? Hello. Good to be here. You guys sound so excited for our one year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Let's see if I can do this without. For our listeners, I'm going to try to open up a bottle of champagne. See if we get the pop. Nice pops. Uh, no, we didn't hear anything. Oh no! no disappointing. Well, <laughs> they can all know that I'm drinking champagne while everybody else is drinking something else. So, did that on purpose? For one year, gentlemen. One you year. You guys have been doing this Cheers. for one year already. Yeah, but you, but with the help of oh. you guys, for sure, you've been oh. on a couple of times. Thank God it was for you guys. Yeah, you saved us a couple times whenever we were like, "Oh crap, we don't have an episode to record," and and you guys came we don't out want of nowhere. To record. <laughs> like we're lazy. Now, I I can put on my resume like, oh yes, I'm a co-host for a podcast. <laughs> well, actually, so I got to update the website before this episode goes out tonight. So uh, if you have a headshot, I'd love it. We dude, just rip it off the seminary uh, website. I can do that. I if you want to write me a little bio for yourself too, because that's not like my that's not my go-to. I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I'm not a writer. All right, brother Barnabas is, and he can write mine. That sounds oh. like a great oh, yes, perfect. <laughs> yes. Hey, I have a question for you guys. All right, so you've been doing this for a year. What has been uh, any of your favorite episodes that you've done? You know, mm. funny you ask that. I was, uh, I was actually going through them uh, recently, and I, I was just kind of thinking, like, yeah, which one was my favorite? And I have to say, and this is going to sound really lame. Um, we did a lot of really cool ones at the beginning that um, I guess what I really loved was when we first started this, it was we were explaining what the Catholic Church does and why we do it. Uh, and those were really cool. And I want to get back to doing some of those. But and like I said, this is, sounds cheesy and lame, but the ones I really liked the best were with you guys because you know we got to actually talk a little bit about more deeper subjects that I am really bad at trying to articulate um and that's where, that's where you guys really came in strong and so that's those were kind of my favorite because i'd like to do more of those um but i just i don't have the ability to do that myself because i'm just a i'm kind of a, a you know kind of a dumb guy but oh. i really shouldn't be a podcast host i definitely shouldn't be a podcast host that deals with theology because i feel like i did so poorly in seminary even though i didn't like i passed somehow but i just don't feel like i know enough that's uh, that's, so, where, I, that's where i'm at I, but except worse, like you're a priest, you at least made it through. So, well, that's why people, you know, they say, oh, wait, it takes like six to eight years. That's such a long time. I tell them it could easily be twice that long. Mm -hmm. And you still oh, yeah. everything. it is a surface level. And they kind of expect you like to keep reading, keep uh, listening to talks and podcasts after you're ordained to learn about topics and that you never stop learning. But it's so funny because the longer I spend in seminary, the more I realize how little I actually know because <laughs> there's so much out there. Yeah, but what about you, Father Andy? What was your favorite episode? Do you have one? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe when I get to destroy people's ideas of what the re truth really is. So Christmas, I think. Yeah, I, story, I really yeah. like the story of Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas real story of Christmas. You know, when we got to see it with our own eyes. Oh yeah. I mean, the fact that you know 
when we were in that inner room, um, and people want to call the stable this like tiny little hovel that's out on this corner or something, but then we got to be there. It's like Joseph's family house in this cave. I mean, it was a beautiful, in my opinion, a beautiful image of it that kind of changes uh, an Americanized version of where you have that stable out in the fields. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, speaking I, of speak, speaking of out in the fields, Father Andy, do you remember when they talked about the snowmen? No, I feel like this is a really bad joke coming on, but I'm going to let you. You don't tell remember anyway. when they talked about the snowmen? No. Vince, have you ever heard them talk about the snowmen? The snowmen? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Never heard of the snowmen. Do you know what what they are? No. No to what? <laughs> I don't know what they are. <laughs> hey, Brother Barnabas. Yeah, AJ. New man. Nothing much, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I couldn't leave you hanging. I felt so bad. The monks are much easier to get these jokes with. All right. Anyway, back to Father Andy and Christmas. No, 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 no. We got to go back to another horrible joke that you told when we were on our trip that I completely destroyed for you. How did that one start? It was, was it the updog joke? Uh, oh, no. It was... It was um, how does Moses brew his coffee? Yeah. How does Moses brew his coffee? He brews it. <laughs> yeah. And that, think, that completely, think, you tried to, yeah. I set it up a little bit better than that, but yeah. yeah this is anyway. Like, anyway. But I, I destroyed it. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. I really like. Always, one, like always. I like the episode we did on confession. Uh, just because I don't think there's enough. Oh. There's, there's not enough people talking about confession. There's not enough people going to confession. Hmm. Um. And and so I th- that that was one that I uh, I'm glad we put a lot of effort in. We recorded that on Black Friday of last year. So yes, um, yep. I remember I was I was at your your place and we recorded yeah. like two episodes. We went to mass and then we came back and recorded a another one. So yeah, that that yeah. was that was a good one. And Let of course, there was that. always the monk in the streets episode when we first introduced you and in monk on the streets. That was, that was fun. I think that's the one that we got the most people to listen to. It was. Wow. It's just been downhill ever since. It has. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Do, do you guys, uh, so you started this pre-COVID, but then we went into COVID world. Uh, do you find any, uh, you know, any providential timing of starting this podcast leading into a time when we'd all be living on the internet much more, or did you feel like a gravity of more responsibility to make stuff once COVID started happening or definitely felt the responsibility side of things. So like I'm, I'm looking at all of our episodes right now and it looks like our first COVID episode was episode number 21. And, uh, when did we do, uh, doesn't say what, when exactly that was, but you know, that was, so that was less than halfway through this whole year is whenever we, when, when COVID hit. And I remember I just got back from Florida, not, not long before then. Uh, father, I think you got back from Israel or you were just going to go to, yeah. you were just getting back, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's, yeah, we did our live episode then too. And yeah, I, I kind of felt the, the need now, uh, the need then and, and more so even now, um, that, that this is important because there's not, there's still a lot of people not going to mass and there's still a lot of people that are leaving the church and will never come back. Uh, so, you know, I, I think we really need to, you know, even though we don't have a ton of listeners, you know, I think we're, 
just over 100 listeners, which for, you know, isn't a whole lot. But to me, um, that's still 100 souls that listen to this. And if I have, if we have the ability to do anything to help them, I want to do that. Um, so, you know, I, I think uh, we mentioned in our last episode that, yeah, that we're, this isn't about money. We make no money. We have no desire to make any money. Um, if we can grow, if we got 100 people in one year, maybe next year we can get 200 people. I think that'd be pretty cool. Well, what's what's ahead then, guys? What do you have in store for year number two? A game show. A game uh, show. Oh, a game we show. We should do one. Could we get? Could you guys like get a group of seminarians together? We could do like an online game show in the spring once you get back from uh, Christmas break. Why don't we do it over Christmas break? Well, sure. I think that'd be fun. I don't know. We got to put something together now over the zooms. Yes. You know, I think I think you guys should do like a dinner theater thing. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. I'm gonna. Uh, no, no. We all <laughs> act out like parts. You know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know what, Vince, we could do? We should get Cassandra in on this one because she could set up one of those uh, murder mystery things that we could do online, though, like we did for Halloween two years ago. That would be fun for us, but I don't think it would be fun for anyone that's actually listening. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You don't know what people want to listen to. Listen to us have so much fun. But uh, but realistically, uh, some of my goals, you guys don't know about it yet, but I want to have you guys on more often. Um. Also, I want to bring in more people who, uh, ordinary people who live extraordinary lives and do extraordinary things for their Ooh. faith. I want to bring them on to tell their stories. So that's my personal goal. Uh, I have I don't know about Father Andy. What 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 exactly you want to see going forward? But I think season two you gives know, us I- this gives us more. We 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 went through a whole year of pretty much explaining the church and what we and what the church does. And we'll ne- I mean we'll never be able to exhaust that and we're going to have to continue to go back to some of those things. But now I think once we, now that we've done that, um, you know, this opens up the door for, um, a lot more different kind of conversations than we have before. You know, I think, um, on the outside of the show is what I need to focus on and what I'm more interested in focusing on is we're doing pitifully as we know with social media and Mm -hmm. really want to try to pick up better with that. And, um, try to do some more things on social media, uh, promote the show a little better, you know, and working with the diocese of Erie now on their podcast, I'm hoping that this will give us another branch, um, out. We'll see if that actually takes off. So, uh, you know, try to not reinvent the wheel, but I don't know, go from there. We need a director of marketing. So if anybody's interested, um, you can apply. I put Barnabas. It, it pays nothing. It's a non. Yeah, I was gonna say non-paying. Your 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 yearly salary is love and prayers, and that's about it. You're well, you're, yeah, you're giving your time, talents, poverty, and treasures. So. Where do I apply? I want to. <laughs> I want to apply to this. <laughs> Why do I feel like this is not true? <laughs> okay, first question: What's marketing? <laughs> hey, my brother. My brother is a marketing guy. My, I don't understand what he does. I asked my brother one time to explain <laughs> his job to me, and I said, "Pat, I'm going to hold my thumb up until I don't understand." Within, you know, like he said, his name of his job, like his title, and I'd like put my thumb down. I was like, "I don't understand what you're doing." <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think this is a great podcast, though. I I really love podcasts, um, so I. I think that this has been fun being on it, but also like listening to you guys' stuff. It's it's really cool. 
what are you guys going forward? I know we we keep dragging you guys into this. What do you want to see? What do you want to do? Brother Barnabas, I think you and I talked about um, when we have our like our satellite recordings here at seminaries, bringing some seminarians in. Um, and kind of Vince, you touched on this. I mean, there are some really the guys here who have had really interesting lives, like prior to seminary. Um, guys who have, who've left seminary, go to religious orders, and came back. Guys who have you know had really interesting careers. So I think we could have them on, just have them talk about the vocation story and how God has worked through that and how they're here now. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have had probably guys that had $100,000 salaries that ended up deciding to come into the priesthood. There's a few monks even that I can think of that would be, I would love to get their story. You know, if we could convince, maybe you can get Father John Mary to listen to this because I'd love to get him on. Because, you know, first off, hallelujah, I miss hearing from him. Um, I'm sure you guys don't, but once you get out of seminary, you do miss him. He's great. Let's <laughs> <laughs> gonna leave it at no, that. He's, he's great. He was a he was a military cop before he became a priest, so he's still kind of a military cop. Yeah, but I mean, the his experience in the inner city parish in Pittsburgh, and then having to go to um, the humble abode in. St. Mary's PA and now being in charge of you all, uh, us all, you know, I, I don't know. He, I, he has a very interesting, um, perspective that I think is really great, especially when he talks about confession. That's a really important one because he, he's absolutely right. When people come into confession, cause it happens more often than not. And they say, well, father, I, I really have nothing to confess. I, I don't have any sins. Hallelujah. I can tell you right now that your first sin is presumption. And then your second sin is now anger. And now your third sin is that you're cursing me. So there's three sins. So, you know, I mean, it, it has happened and I've used his line and it works. <laughs> it works. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, uh, as we're in terms of like interesting things that could happen, I have like an endless pool of, uh, contact to different college students and their stories and stuff too. So if you ever want to, you know, do anything interviewing college, yes. students, most um, certainly you can do that. Yeah, it's, you know, mug in the streets. You have a lot of lot of access. How's that going for you, by the way? Uh, it's been it's been okay. Uh, it's really slowed down for me in terms of making content. Yeah. Um, Is it because but, of COVID uh, mainly? No. I, I, so I well, it's been a little bit weird here with the semester, just interacting with students and stuff. So everything has been kind of different. Um, so just you know, I've been focusing on what I'm focusing on, but. I've been making some other videos for campus ministry and stuff. So just spending my time doing other video work. Um, but also the, uh, the three founders of, uh, monk in the streets who kind of like basically just made me keep making these things. They all graduated. So, uh, I just haven't, no one's been hounding me to make these. <laughs> so I, I still make them occasionally cause it's good, but, um, yeah, I'm always cautious too. I don't want to make something that's going to like offend somebody. And then next thing you know, I'm, in trouble so i always try to just be goofy but uh without making anybody angry at me well and you just celebrated your one year anniversary with that too pretty we cool. did i want to say my probably my favorite one of yours was your steelers christmas sweater or whatever that you got. <laughs> really that's that was a good one i mean i grew up in pittsburgh so steelers that was yeah was connected with that one i was given that for christmas last year oh man it was like the greatest Chris, christmas present ever I think the arch habit gave it to me. That's funny. That makes it even better. I know. <laughs> Speaking of 
the Steelers. I mean, not to turn this into a Steelers radio <laughs> podcast here, but what are they? Eleven and zero now. Ten and zero. Eleven and zero. I haven't watched uh, sports They're undefeated, at all. Father Andy. Well, all right, but this year doesn't Pittsburgh's count. I don't count going this year. To the Super Bowl. Why doesn't here it count? All right, never mind. You you basically, <laughs> you basically live in Cleveland. No, no, no. I live in Buffalo. Thank you very much. Okay. Buffalo Bills. I'm trying to see. There's nothing in my brother's apartment here that says Buffalo Bills. But still, oh, I mean, I got the jersey here. If I, I don't feel like getting it. But still, we're Bills. We're a Bills family. That's how my That's wife's true. family is. I don't understand. That's it's true. the right family. Mm. <laughs> so lucky. Poor AJ. I am. No, I, I renounced my Bengals uh, fanship long time Good. ago. Good. Well, you know, you guys, you guys are going into something pretty spectacular. You just finished your first semester of third theology, and you're getting ready for ordination. Uh, You know, I remember the day, but you know, tell me a little bit how you're feeling now. That's exciting. I mean, like, I'm excited for you guys, and I just hope that COVID's over so that I can come to it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I um I ordered an album from House of Hanson. Um, and it's kind of like, it's kind of a big deal, you know. It's like your you know ordination alb, uh, and so it's kind of the first one I'm going to wear on a regular basis once I'm ordained. Uh, so that's been cool, you know. I've been getting names and addresses to send to the diocese; they can send out invitations. So in a sense, um, you know, for a celibate, it's kind of like like your wedding day in a sense. You know, yeah, you have to organize everything. You're getting vestments and garments ready, and then you're going to send invitations out. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's really interesting. I feel like if I still had a couple more years before diaconate, I would be like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, totally. It's like, it just feels like there's no way it could be here already. When is that? Um, I haven't got a date yet, but historically for my diocese, it's always the day before Palm Sunday. Okay. So I believe that's March 27th. <laughs> that's coming. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. What about Barnabas, you know your date? Um, no, my experience is much different than AJ's. Um, I don't know the date. I I uh, I don't know anything. So, so is it, <laughs> I mean, like it's going to happen. Is it a surprise party? Just, no, one day there's going to today's the day. <laughs> you, you turn around and the bishop puts his hands on you. You're like, oh, that's happening. Well, that's the thing of like being in the monastery. Like they just tell you eventually, like, hey, this is when this is happening, and you're like, okay, hey, you're ordained today. Go. Like we don't have to order anything or do I mean, eventually you have to tell people if they want to come. But the hardest part for you guys is you still don't have a bishop. That's correct. That's also a problem. But there's rumors that we could have one by Christmas. Yeah, I, I've heard the same rumors. So, I mean, there is a very good possibility that's going to be taken care of here soon. But I mean, that's kind of holding it up, too. Right. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't have a bishop come May, I think uh, the Archabbot has enough sway to like ask a bishop to come in. Or for instance, we have a, actually, I think if we don't have a bishop by then, there's potential that the new, um, we had a, uh, the abbot president of our congregation who just made a bishop. Yes, so, I saw that. That's exciting. Uh, up in, where'd he go? New York? Somewhere. Yes. Bishop oh, I just, yeah, I just yeah. read about that. Yeah. Yes. So I'm sure he would come do it for us. Cause he's, Oh yeah, no doubt. Kind of the hard part is, is all canonical hoops. You got to jump through, but brother David can take care of all that. Thank God for him. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're not done with our first semester yet. We still have his test due by Friday, which oh, okay, so it's take home. I have 
I'm working on it. Let's just say that it's. We should probably not mention these things on the air. You're working on it right now. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Actually, why don't we open up a little chat and you guys can help? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take this live. If you have any questions, (laughs) does anybody know about confirmation out there? What What is a radical sanation? (laughs) So, uh, regarding not having a bishop, so can any bishop? ordain you to the diaconate or do you have to have your how does that work here is a quick you know here's one of your tests from canon law do you remember what brother david taught us about this because there is an answer i remember it i think the the abbot so uh among his superior has to ask a bishop because if the bishop ordains a member of a uh, house of a religious house. I think he's suspended from ordinations for like six months. So there's Ooh. some like there are um, ramifications for doing that. But w- yeah, w- so he has to be. What asked. if AJ? What if you got ordained by somebody, some other bishop? Would that be licit? Would that be valid? Would that be illicit but valid? No, it would be. It would depend on if the bishop that is ordaining received permission from let's, the. Let's say, let's say he didn't. Then so no, it would be uh, valid but illicit. Okay, so it'd still be valid. He'd still be ordained. It would just right. be illicit, I mean, which yeah, would mean what? Like, hey, don't do that. Right, yeah. So, well, he'd have to go back through ordination because oh. um, it'd have to be approved. Uh, you know, you'd have to go through uh, all that fun with that because um, the most important part is is that was the bishop ordained validly and licitly, right? So a valid ordination of a bishop requires three bishops. And it requires that the Bishop of Rome pick the ordaining, uh, the Bishop that is going to be ordained. And yeah, there's a lot in canon law that we got to go through there, but good, good job. You know, you, you both got it. You, you got it. So if, <laughs> if, if the Bishop did not get approval, is that law like uh, what, uh, uh, what is it? SSPX are doing where they're yeah. not supposed to be doing that stuff. Okay. It, we, there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that we can look at it. Like you have the super conservative side that are doing it. Um, it's valid but illicit. Same with um, a lot of the like. Well, first off, it's invalid and illicit when a bishop tries to ordain a woman um, because it just you can't do that, right? I mean, it doesn't work. So, gotcha. but that has happened in places. Hmm. They've tried. Really tried. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in Pittsburgh. Is this like post-Vatican II confusion, or is this? It's a whole. Well, let, maybe, deal. maybe, maybe for a point of clarity for people listening, uh, it's it might be helpful to say why it's invalid, like why it can't happen, right? So not that like women are inferior or something like that, but if we go to like the matter and form thing, that like, right. is it true that a part of the matter? that needs to be a part of ordination is maleness. Like you have to be a man to do it just right out of superiority or something, just out of no. it's part of the deal because right. being, being ordained is like being married to the bride. So it's like right. A man and the bride is the church. Woman. That's right. right. There's a lot to it, but yeah, that is a very good summation of it to explain to people. And that, I mean, this, that could be a whole other topic. I mean, so that's a good uh, feature episode. We need the paper and pen out. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that, yeah, that's a very good distinction there. Mm-hmm. That's cool. What's everyone's Thanksgiving plans? 
I'm in quarantine. Cor- you're in double you quarantine. Too. Super I'm secret double quarantine. Double quarantine. AJ's also in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I mean, I'm, I think it'll be all right. Cause I know, I think a lot of Thanksgivings have been interrupted by COVID. And even for um, my family, you know, my dad's sisters, we, you know, we'd all get together with their families and um, it was really small this year. And so really it's just going to be my mom and dad and my sister's back home. Uh, she's in town from Colorado. So a little bummed I can't be there, but um, I know that I'm not alone. And I think a lot of families have kind of, um, their traditions have been interrupted. So I'm not that bummed. Yeah. You know, that's yep. the case this year. We usually go to Pittsburgh and do a big family gathering, 50 people in one house. Uh, we're not doing that. So it's going to be the, the four of us in our house. And us. we're smoking a turkey. First time ever doing that. So hopefully it turns out okay. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds really good. Yeah. If you guys were in quarantine, I'd have you up. But sorry, guys. Smoke, more, smoke is bad for your health. More for us. Okay. The guy who had a cigar in his mouth when he first turned this on. That's what <laughs> I was about to say. It wasn't, wasn't lit. lit. I get that. I wasn't lit, but. I'll drink hey, me, to that. Let me ask you guys a question. Hold on. What's oh, boy. That's what I want to know. All right. You guys see this? Kind of. What is it? It's a fish tank that hangs on the wall. But it's only like, oh, gosh. How much? AJ, how much liquid ounces could fit in here? 20. Me. <laughs> You've had a, a beer this, chugging contest. Huh? <laughs> you know this, exactly how this, much. <laughs> this is advertised. So for anyone that's listening to this, that's like, what are they talking about? Um, beginning of uh, quarantine last year, I bought this thing on the on the Amazon. It's a uh, little half globe that you hang on the wall <clears throat> that advertises you can put a fish in here. And it's like a fish tank that hangs on the wall. But I showed this to one of the monks and he thought, he almost called PETA because he thought that this would be like, you know, animal abuse, putting a fish in something this small. And I want to see what you think because I'm reconsidering putting a fish in here. Uh, it's a well, really, really small fish. You might as well go. Yeah. So fish. Fish, fish don't have pain receptors, so they can't feel pain. They're, they don't really feel anything. So boom, like answers my question. Man. On to the next topic. <laughs> Thank you. I, I just get a goldfish. I mean, it's not going to last more than five days anyway, so. No, get the, uh, what, well, geez, what are the, the ones that they beta, look all pretty and stuff? Fish. Beta fish. And they, beta they have to. Oh, yeah, because they'll kill each other. Yeah. Yeah, we had a beta fish on our counter for like two years and a tiny little thing. It'll be fine. Just clean it out okay. once a week. You'll be all right. <laughs> okay. Clean it out, though. That's the hard part. All right, you guys got anything else to talk about? I just kind of wanted to, no, seriously, I just, for this episode, I just wanted to say, hey, we've been one year. Let's kind of go over like, hey, what do we want to do in the future? Like I said, I want to bring on more people from the outside to tell their stories, people that are doing things for the faith, um, mainly through evangelization. Um, you know, I, I want to, if there's any, if there are any subjects that come up about, you know, why we do the things that we do, I want to continue to cover that. That was our our goal from the beginning. And I want to make sure that we're still sticking to that. Um, I want to see more from you guys um, because you guys bring a lot to the table and I, you're the episodes that you guys are on. We have a lot more listenership. So um, people actually like you surprisingly. So um, no surprise on my part. (laughs) I I totally understand why. So like, yeah, if you guys do this better, you can take over and we'll just like be your producers. How does that sound? It's it's just our moms. They will listen like a hundred times. <laughs> That's what it is. 
I, listen, I tried to get my mother to listen. She's like, I listened to you enough. I don't want to listen to you anymore. <laughs> Thank you. My brother just uh, agreed with all of that. Yes. But I think, I think in general, I think in general, we kind of all uh, have agreed with this. You know, we want to get other people in. And so I think this is a great go- way to go forward is not only do we, Vince and I, want to bring people in, but Brother Barnabas and soon to be Deacon AJ uh, will be able to bring, you guys can bring in people that, you know, yeah, some monks maybe um, and some other seminarians. But also, uh, you know, I think what going forward is we want some more participation from you, the listener, um, because we're hoping to get some more feedback from you as well as some comments and maybe some questions. Throw us some questions because another good episode that I forgot about was our listener question episode and actually be fun to do a roundtable on that this time. Um, so yeah. all four of us can sit in on that. So if you have any questions, make sure to send it over to uh, questions at encountermercy.com or at? send us an email on our website. Yes, it is. Is that what it is? Questions at encountermercy.com? Well, if it isn't, I'll make it it now. Oh, you know, I'll, okay. I'll fix the email address. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. I'll, I'll make it up. We'll, we'll just have like hundreds of email addresses. I thought it was in Anything at encountermercy.com. Yes. We'll just, <laughs> anyway. just pick anything. Yeah, you you put it in, it'll get to us somehow. No, but seriously, um, the best way to get a hold of us is go to our website. Uh, there's a forum on our website where you can send us some feedback and uh, let us know. We also have a phone number. Of course, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but check it on our website. You can leave us a voicemail feedback. That'd be fun. So we can hear your voices. You ask us questions or leave us any comments. And so find us on there. And hopefully, hopefully, Vince, we will do better on uh, social media. Yeah, as, as soon as we find the right person to take over marketing. Uh, <laughs> so hey, uh, talking about listener questions. So that was last year we did that on New Year's. That was our eighth episode. So let's plan on doing that again. Oh boy. For New Year's. All right, guys, are you good to be uh, around for that? Cause I'm going to need some help. I, I can't do this all on my own. Yeah. Cause I, I, all I, right. I don't help at all. So, all right. Well, with, uh, with that being said, uh, do you guys have anything else, uh, to plug or to say before we, we wrap this one up? Vince, you mentioned this at the beginning, um, you know, even quoting, you know, what you consider a small listenership, 100 people. I think still, if if you we touch one person's life, that's good enough. Because mm-hmm. I know in yeah. our homiletics classes, we talk about that. Like you could give what you thought was a terrible homily, but like one person, that's what they needed to hear. Um, and like, so that's enough. I mean, if we had one listener and we said one thing, you know, in this entire year, that it'd be good enough because um, it's what they needed to hear at that moment. So true. So very true. Mm. I agree. Monkonthestreets.com. Well, that's right at the dot com now. Hey, um, yeah. which which one of you holy folks want to say a prayer before we end this to pray for us in the uh, in the future of this? <laughs> Brother Barnabas, I think it's you, buddy. Got it. <laughs> Beautiful. Let us pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for these, my brothers. I thank you for this one year of the Encounter Mercy podcast. Lord, I ask that uh, everyone that listens to this podcast would not only be entertained by Vince and Father Andy, um, but would also truly encounter your mercy. Lord, we pray that your mercy would be attached to this podcast in a unique way so that others would be set free, uh, would be joined in this audio community, it would uh, grow in their relationship with you. We ask, Lord, that especially those who are lonely now, 
during this time of COVID and craziness, they would find a community with others and with you and uh, that anyone who's listening now would experience your peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father and Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Brother Barnabas. Congratulations, brothers. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Thanks, guys. And uh, we couldn't have done it without you. And we couldn't have done it without our listeners. So uh, please continue to listen and please continue to provide feedback. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Peace. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.